0: What's up, everybody? Thanks for pressing play today. In today's episode of Nerdist you're going to find me, Irvin, doing a solo episode. And a quick one at that. I just got done recording with the boys. But today, I want to talk about something that is kind of big news. At least big news for me, because it's a fandom that I have loved for quite some time. Read the books, loved the shows, until the last two seasons. Game of Thrones. They officially started production on, what is it called? House of Dragon. So, that's what we're going to be discussing today. So... Please head over to Apple Podcast, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about it. Help us grow this audience. Thank you so much. We love doing this. We love you guys. Also, before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by. Panzer Vor. Oh, <laughs> and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. I am your main host today, Irvin. I was about to say my last name, but Irvin, yes, your main host. <laughs> so what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about House of Dragon. Oh, you don't know what that is? Let me fill you in. Let me give you the four one one. So you obviously have heard of A Game of Thrones. And if you haven't, please go and Google it. It's arguably one of the greatest shows with one of the worst landings as far as the season finale is concerned. But it really was one of the greatest shows, one of the most pirated shows ever. I have converted so many people to watch this show. And people that always said, oh man, Irvin, I'm not into that fantasy stuff. Oh, Irvin, I'm not into that like swords kind of stuff. And I told him, man, it's not it's not about that. Like it's it's a part of it, but it's it's small. It did get bigger as time progressed, but by then those people were hooked and committed. This show is about sex, this show is about scandals, this show is about politics, so much, so much other stuff than just the actual fantasy portion of the show. But that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about a game of thrones. Well, kind of. We are talking about House of Dragon which is going to be the first Game of Thrones spin-off. Now, this is going to be centered around House Targaryen. So, we know that the Targaryens, their sigil is a dragon on a black background, I believe. Yes, that's correct. It's a red dragon on a black background. Sorry, I always get confused with Blackfire, which they're the reverse colors, and we'll talk about what Blackfire is here in a little bit. But yeah, House of Dragon, it's officially started production, so the main reason I want to discuss this is because this was huge, So, HBO invested a lot of money into this show back in the day. And so, Game of Thrones was one of the highest, you know, pirated shows, but also one of the ones with the biggest budgets, like hundreds of millions of dollars, right? So, from that, HBO was like, yo, we need a bank on this. And shout out to George R.R. Martin for creating this. So, it's based off of his novels, they're ginormous epics, I mean, thousand page books. They're amazing. The uh, The source material is so much better. The show is great. The shows were great. But the books are just phenomenal. There's so many other things that are left out. But that's always the case, right? You can't always put every single story arc into a show because of time, because of money, budgets, all that kind of stuff. But again, with the success that Game of Thrones saw, HBO wanted to capitalize on this. So they had actually started a pilot, a, and a finished pilot, for a show, a prequel show called... The Long Night, or I believe that's what it was called, they, they changed the, the name a couple times, there was like Blood Moon and The Long Night, and I don't know, but that actually got canned, they said no, rejected that, and then what they did is they took, without seeing a pilot, without anything, they greenlit House of Dragon, and so this is going to take place hundreds of years before the events of Game of Thrones, and it's Probably gonna lead into what's gonna be called the Dance of Dragons, and we'll get into that here in a little bit. I'll kind of lightly touch on this. this is gonna be high-level stuff, guys. Just because of timing purposes. It's almost midnight, and I wanna, I wanna get to bed, guys. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, but I wanted to crank something out for you guys. I want to deliver some content for you. Like I said, I just recorded with the boys, so I wanted to make sure that we we did deliver something for you guys today. But there's also several other shows that are happening. So the I guess we'll call it George R. R. Martin verse, the Game of Thrones verse. We'll see what uh what the Thronies come up with. So we know that House of Dragon is greenlit. There's a show going to be called Tales of Duncan Egg. It's in development right now. The Adventures of Duncan Egg. Uh, it's around 90 years before the events of A Song of Ice and Fire, before Game of Thrones, before that takes place. There's going to be another show called Nine Voyages. It's the great voyages at sea, made by Corlys Valerian. Abroad the Sea Snake ship. From there, another one in development is going to be Flea Bottom. It's focused on the poor slum district in King's Landing, featured in early Game of Thrones seasons. So I'm assuming it's going to be about somebody possibly at the same time that the events of Game of Thrones are happening and just kind of the perspective of a poor person and seeing that. So that would be kind of cool to have some of the Game of Thrones scenes, some of the bigger scenes like Cersei walking naked and you know getting shamed for for whatever stuff that she had done in the past I won't spoil anything too bad so seeing it through a a poor person's perspective 10,000 ships in development the journey made by warrior Queen princess Nymeria and the Roynars they're the ones who settled the unbowed unbent unbroken land the Martells they're the ancestors of them so that would be really cool. I would love to see that one. Spin-off animated series. It's supposed to debut at the same world. Uh, however, there's no creative team attached to it. And then something that's been discussed and I think could make a great three-part movie, Robert's Rebellion. It's basically a major civil war in Westeros displacing the Targaryens and you know, their reign and their rule from uh, from Westeros. So those are all the shows that are out there that are either being talked about in development or to the house of dragons case in production. So very exciting stuff. So what is a house of dragons? I kind of lightly touched on that earlier, right? So our author, our game of Thrones, God, demigod, I don't know, whatever, based on George R. R. Martin's book. Um, This show is going to be based on the book. It's called fire and blood. So the series is basically going to tell the story of house Targaryen, uh, you know, fire and blood, and it's basically going to take 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones. So there's a civil war that goes on in the Targaryens, and it's actually what ends up causing the decline of the house. So they were this huge, powerful crew that landed. They come from a land called Valyria, the land of dragon riders and dragon tamers. Well, a big event happened, so much so that one guy moved their family, which they weren't even the biggest dragon riders or the biggest dragon riding family. They had like middle tier dragons, I guess. They were middle class dragon riders. They moved, they uprooted to um, pretty close to Westeros proper. They went to Dragonstone. And then from there, they kind of eyed things and were like, nah, we could conquer that. Aegon the Conqueror ends up conquering Westeros, and from there creates the dynasty that is the Targaryen rule, dynasty, reign, whatever you want to call it. But with all, like all good things, right, must come to an end. And this is the beginning of that. So we know that the Targaryens, the, tar- the Targaryens, End up losing their power, and so this is kind of the the start of that. So again, it's adopted from uh, George R. R. Martin's Fire and Blood book. They're going to be pulling things from that. Um, George R. R. Martin is actually said to be co-writing this, and so which sucks because he needs to finish his sixth book. And I would really like that. It's only been you know eight or nine years since the last one, but I digress. I can only imagine for the people that started reading it when it first came out, which was like. I think in the 90s, like, I think I was like two or something like that. But anyways, so the show is going to be going back, you know, roughly 200 years or so. I I can't quite pinpoint what it is because the timeline is kind of weird. But it's going to be telling the story of that Targaryen civil war, which ends up becoming called The Dance of Dragons. One of the books that George R. R. Martin created is called The Dance of Dragons, and it's meant to, you know, pay homage i guess to his uh to his original thought of this dance of dragons which he had already written out he has this history already written out so from this uh from this dance of dragons which is the internal civil war it basically started during one of the viserys' reigns not the viserys that you know but uh one of the early viserys's it's after this dude dies that his daughter uh rhaenyra Uh, who is Viserys' chosen heir, has her claim challenged by Aegon II, uh, which is Viserys' son with Alicent, uh, whom he didn't make his heir to pretty much everyone's kind of like surprise, like, whoa, you didn't make this dude your heir. Um, Women heirs was was rare. It did happen in Targaryen bloodlines, which you also have to remember, these people married each other, and so it kind of created some weirdo kids, but at the same time, Don't forget that they were basically Elves. They're basically described as Elves without calling them Elves. So, I digress. So, this bloody, fiery, you know, kind of deadly, uh, just gruesome Civil War ensues in the last two years... And it divides the entire country, Westeros, into two separate sides: Bloods and Crips. Basically, you have the Greens, who are the ones who supported Aegon, and then you have the Blacks, who are the one who supported Rhaenyra. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly. Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra. Anyways, uh, they may change some of those things. Uh, they may keep it the same. But like I said, it's roughly 170 to 200 years before the events of a Game of Thrones. Um, House of Dragons is, is really a sneak peek into the history of the Targaryen dynasty. The rulers of Westeros that came from Valyria. The cool thing that's going to be added to this, we're going to see some new families that start off powerful more than likely and then end up being very either just gone you know, completely eliminated because they obviously don't make their way over to the events of Game of Thrones. Uh, one specific bloodline that I can think of is called the Valerians. They, um, they were not dragon riders, but their blood is as old as the Targaryens, so they're like the number twos pretty much of Westeros. So I think they're going to be pulling a lot of strings, but they eventually end up uh, obviously not choosing the right side because uh they they don't make it to a game of thrones oh well, they kind of do they in the books they do but i digress i'm super excited for this man because targaryen history is probably the coolest stuff out there like the fact that george r, r. martin can just write this stuff is just it's amazing it really really is so it's going to be debuting it's say to debut in 2022. They've already started production. That's the whole reason behind this episode today. Wanted to knock out a quick one. It's kind of like a nerd news, but just completely focused in on one thing, which is to discuss what this show is going to be about. Now, let's dive in a little bit deeper. And so I am pulling from uh This is a fan page. But they cite everything and George R. R. Martin has actually gone and partnered up with them because they were so good at keeping track of what George would actually throw out there as far as content was concerned. So we're going to go with the prelude. We're going to read almost verbatim what this is just to give you a little insight. So King Viserys I Targaryen had three children by his first queen, Emma Aaron, But only one, Princess Rhaen- Rhaenyra? Rhaenyra survived to adulthood. Lacking a son to succeed him, Viserys began to train Rhaenyra to be his heir. Young Rhaenyra was included in discussions of the affairs of state and was allowed to participate in meetings of the small council. Many of the nobles took note and Rhaenyra soon acquired a clique of adherents and supporters. After the passing of Queen Ama in 105 AC, Viserys named Rhaenyra his heir and hundreds of lords and landed knights paid obeisance to her. <coughs> obeisance? Probably obeisance. Viserys' declaration disregarded precedent from 92 AC and 101 AC. The king remarried in 106 AC, this time to Alicent Hightower, and had four more children. Aegon, Helena, Amond, and Darren. In 111 AC, a great tourney was held at King's Landing on the 5th anniversary of Viserys' marriages to Alicent. During the opening feast, Queen Alicent wore a green gown while Princess Rhaena dressed in red and black of House Targaryen. Note was taken, and thereafter it became the custom to refer to greens and blacks when talking of the Queen's party and the party of the princess, respectively. Wearing Wearing Rhaenyra's favor, Sir Kristen Cole unhorsed all of Alicent's champions in the tourney, including two of her cousins and her youngest brother, Sir Gawain Hightower. So, this is the beginning of it. I could totally see this being the intro scene to it. Just the way that Game of Thrones had the White Walker scene, this is what's going to kind of lead to it, I think. It's going to put a picture to everything. I don't want to keep reading because I feel like it's just going to super spoil everything, but just know that this is what starts the fighting the Civil War you have your Bloods and Crips, your Greens and Blacks, so the country is split, and I think that's where the basis of the show is going to end up being about, is about the country being split, and whose side is on who, and where the plots are, and things of that nature. So, I remember diving deep into this back in the day, and there's so much information out there. It's it's a rabbit hole, and you can climb down that rabbit hole. It's, it's definitely possible, but uh, I'm not going to do that with you today. Because we could be here for hours. And like I said, I wanted this to be a quick episode for you guys. Just wanted to throw out some content. We are sitting on some more content for you guys. Uh, I think I'm sitting on at least two episodes that I need to edit and get uploaded for you guys. Pretty cool episodes. They're going to be... What are the two episodes? One is we talk about all the feel-good movies out there. We also talk about our... Have we done the arcade game one? No. The arcade game one is on deck. And then we discussed the fifth element. So feel good movies, the fifth element. We did the new segments in them where we address the fan questions. We did where a new segment where we're talking about what we're actually reading, what we're playing, what we're watching, what we're listening to. So that's going to be the format of the show. We're going to add those segments into it on a daily basis that you listen in that is. So yeah guys, that's gonna do it for me. Quick episode, like I said. Please have head over to Apple Podcast. Drop that five star. Tell your friends, family, and coworkers about it. Help us grow this audience. Thank you so much. We love you guys. We'll catch you on the next episode. And remember, stay nerdy, my friends.